Hello, this is Father Ryan Moravitz. And this is Father Richard Kuntz. And we'd like to wish you a happy new year. God bless everyone. Jesus told a story, and I had this vision of people, like he's telling a story, and they're trying to say, you know what this guy just said? And I could see that story spreading. And of course, how did all the people who came to hear about Jesus, there wasn't, you know, the, the communication abilities we have now. And so you had people sharing the story with somebody else and people coming and saying, I want to learn more. And, you know, here's a guy walking by listening and going, I want to get more of that. I want to share more of that. So it, this is a great tool for evangelization in a very, very practical way. We're taking the message of Jesus, the stories of Jesus, and we're, we're simply putting them out there so that people can hear them. And there's a lot of people who very intentionally listen to Catholic Radio, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people who are flipping through the channels, who are walking by the open door of, of the, the tractor cab or whatever right. it is, and they hear something and it triggers and they're saying, that's really interesting. And that's how the crowds grew. And that's how the crowds grow. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their career. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Hi, I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to wish you a very blessed and happy new year. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning, I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for tuning in and joining us this beautiful morning. It's been a great morning so far. It's a uh, crisp winter morning. Brisk in, and crisp. In the, in, at the end of the Christmas season. Yes, still a few more days to leave the tree up. That's right. And Father Darren <laughs> Schmidt said I could leave mine up. Uh, <laughs> Fire hazard notwithstanding. Well, it's fake, so I could leave that up all year. <laughs> so speaking of crisp and brisk. Yes. Were we going to interrupt him the whole time? Well, should we interrupt Gregory as he's trying to tell us the weather? I think so. Okay. No. So <laughs> here's your weather. <laughs> Today in Hereford, South Dakota, uh, partly sounded the high near 30 tonight. Partly cloud to low around 16. You guys aren't going to interrupt it. me? I was already <laughs> you guys interrupt me. Nice. 
and in bath you may continue continue. okay thank you thank you for your permission Uh, in bathgate north dakota mostly sunny the high near two wind chill values as low as 19 below tonight mostly cloudy the temperature rising to around five and in wildwood minnesota mostly sunny the high near eight tonight increasing clouds with a low around six below and if you're near or in White Earth, North Dakota, mostly cloudy with a high near 11. Tonight, mostly cloudy with temperatures rising to around 11. And for St. Leo, Minnesota, sunny with a high near 12. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 6. That's a look at the regional weather. Thank you, Gregory. Thanks, Gregory. Gregory, if you, if you, do you feel like you're called to be in radio or, or TV out of curiosity? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you kind of put me on the to, spot. <laughs> you, you're you're going to have to work on those O's if you are. I'm just, you know, Minnesota. You have to I shorten love that it. <laughs> oh, okay. Gregory in North Dakota. Dakota. It's, in South Dakota and <laughs> yes. Minnesota. It's <laughs> That's how you know we're in the Midwest, folks. <laughs> I, I got, I'm, I'm from Minnesota, and when I went, moved to Ohio for college, my now wife just mocked me all the time, insisted that I, I, I insist, I don't have this accent, you do. And then I started <laughs> listening to everybody else around me and my snow from Minnesota, yeah. the cold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's just something to be aware of, Gregory. <laughs> I I'll know. keep it in mind. I love it, Gregory. <laughs> don't change a thing. Don't change. All right. We'll leave Gregory alone. All right. <laughs> Moving on to our next guest this morning, Sister Clarice is with us. She is the Vocations Director at Sacred Heart Monastery in Yankton, South Dakota. Welcome back, Sister Clarice. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Heather. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back, and I said South Dakota. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I, I have a sister and brother-in-law who for a short time lived in Onalaska, Wisconsin, right near oh, yeah. the Minnesota border, and... We were visiting as a family, and my brother-in-law and dad and brother were in the basement. My sister played a message on the phone. They were having some work done on their house, and um, her husband called the guy who was working, and he just left a message, and we laughed so hard because he had picked it up on her. <laughs> and we heard this yell from down in the basement, I thought I told you to erase that. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. awesome. I love it. I love the Midwest. I love being from here. Amen. All right. Well, Sister Clarice, you are the vocations director at Sacred Heart Monastery. Uh, How long have you been in that position? I am in my fourth year of that position. It doesn't seem, sometimes it seems that long and sometimes it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. How long have you been with the community uh, total, Sister? I knocked on the front door of the monastery in 1994. Oh, wow. So through formation, I made... Well, we, we count Jubilee from first profession, and that was in 96. Okay. So coming okay. up on 25 years in that. Great. Okay. So you were quite young when you knocked on that door. Well, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, <laughs> time, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> at the time, I was considered an older vocation. Now mm. someone in their 30s is closer to a younger vocation, <laughs> <laughs> at least for our community. There are some communities who mm-hmm. will accept them quite young right okay Okay. so on average how many ladies um are discerning whether or not to join the monastery well you know when i i I thought about that and um i say just speaking (laughs) um 
there were well, there are a number because we work with different groups that refer women to us, and then mm-hmm. I visited with people over at the college and and at different talks again, um, but probably seriously discerning with us, maybe one or two a year. Okay. Now that can somehow strangely change all of a sudden. Um, our current prioress before, well, she was just elected. She and I went to a a banquet, um, and it was uh, high school and college students at a program, and they invited religious to the banquet. And afterwards, uh, and and the my prioress now, she shared her vocation story. And afterwards, um, one of the graduate students came up to me and asked me about some of the retreats. So I gave her my contact information. So that was a, a happy moment of, you know, just all of a sudden and not having known anyone beforehand. Usually mm-hmm. it takes a while to, well, it's like any relationship. You it, mm-hmm. you don't rush into things. You take it seriously and slowly. Right. Sister, sister um, with these women who, who are more seriously discerning joining, <laughs> Um, Sacred Heart Monastery. What what these days um, do they tend to find attractive about mm. the the community life, but especially the Benedictine charism as you all live at Yankton? Um, what I've noticed in my four years of doing this, you know, religious orders have have things in common. You know, <clears throat> when I talk to people about monastic versus apostolic. All religious orders have three things in common, prayer life or, or God, and that's hopefully central to all of them, or they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then community and ministry. And with monastics, it usually goes God, community, and then ministry. And with apostolics, it's God and ministry and then community. I think if women are looking at Benedictine life, and our community in particular, it's that sense of community, mm. and then our, our prayer life, which is part of that. I mean, that our connection with God. We, we gather as a community, and we praise God, and then from that and with our community around us, we have the courage and strength to look outside our community to say, okay, what, what ministry needs are there that we can fulfill or be trained to fulfill? So I think that community life and the prayer life that goes with it is something that attracts women gotcha. to us. Great. Thank you. Well, and Dr. Bergwald had said the Benedictine charism. What makes a Benedictine charism different from another order? Well, um, when people talk charism, there are people might have a different sense of that. Um, some people say charism, some say um, motto. Um, Benedictines are known for a couple, the, the Ora Labora, prayer and work, and then also Pax, which is... Pardon? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, Pax, which is peace. Um, yeah. And then that, that, um, that hopefully that gift of peace that we give to the world, and then that our praying and working together. And then we have, you know, different monasteries have different... Um, charisms that they've developed, because another thing that can be particular to Benedictines is we tend to be identified with the place, you know, where we're at. Right. Because one of our 
vows of professionist stability. So we're with this community of, of, well, I'm with this community of women as long as we're in Yankton. And if for some reason something calls us to another location, um, Mm. we'd be together as a community in that place. Hmm. Interesting. So if somebody is listening in there being um, sparked to consider religious life, uh, what's the process that they would go through um, to begin that discernment? Well, with um, technology today, if they don't have any religious houses near where they're at, they can easily go on the web and find um, places that way. Um, and they usually have contact information on their website. Or I tell people if they actually call me and want to start, I'll ask them if they know how to contact their diocesan vocation director, who would have information about religious orders around them. And certainly, I, I ask, if someone contacts me, I, one of the first things I ask them is if they have a spiritual director. Um, I tell people who aren't familiar with that that it's a person who's, I say trained spiritual director, it's a person who's been trained to to journey with us and help us spot the God moments in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, I try to help them find ways to find a spiritual director and certainly pray about it and then visit different communities. Um, one of our past vocation directors who's who's since gone home to God, she said, God gives the call, we give the address. <laughs> so so to visit different communities, because that those different charisms, or I say even personality of a community, um, mm-hmm. I, had a, a, I have a friend who was considering religious life, but now he's not. He visited some Benedictine places, and he knew that that type of life wasn't for him, and that he was... He was drawn more to the Jesuits, mm. who have a different, a different charism and philosophy. So, to to get a spiritual director to certainly pray about it, you know, deepen that relationship with God, and to visit um, other communities to know, and then if you feel drawn to maybe one or two, to continue with them and meet with their vocation director. And once a woman would get to that point, if I if we figure out that there's something there, I will invite her to retreats we might have. Um, we can schedule a time where she can come for a monastic experience, which is a longer time of staying with us and joining us kind of in our, our routine of life. Um, try to connect her with another sister other than me to keep like in, in contact with. And if we have other retreats or other you know, like a theology institute, to let her know about that. And if we get to a point where she decides, yes, this is the community, then then there's the technical stuff okay. <laughs> that that we go through for our community and for the church, for the for the universal church too. There are certain requirements that have to be gone through before someone enters. Now, different places have different stages. Our first stage of entrance would be a postulant, and that can be, I think, eight months to a year. And then by church law, they're required to have at least one year novitiate, and some places, and that's called the canonical novitiate, some places have two years. 
Um, we have one, and it's at the end of the... Okay, we have uh, one year, and if it's decided by the person and the director that she needs more time, we can go into a second year. And right. then then first spouse, and then perpetual spouse. Can you give out your contact information? We're running out of time this morning, Sister Clarice, just so that people can get a hold of you if they have any more questions. Okay, so my office number is area code 605-668-6092, and my email address is a long one. It's shmyankton.vocationdirector at gmail.com. Great. Well, thank you so much, Sister Clarice, for joining us this morning. It was great to talk to you. Thank you for having me. God bless you, Sister. Time for a quick break. When we return, we're going to zip around the region to hear what's happening. Stay tuned to see if something's happening near you. We'll be back in just a moment. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Father Will Thompson. And he's Michael Wilde. And we both host Real, Real Presence, Presence Live. Live. And we'd like to wish you a very happy new year. Blessings to you in 2019. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. The Wanzik Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. There's a certain amount of trust uh, in the people who are in the ministry of providing Catholic radio and in the programming that they bring on for people. Mm -hmm. And I found in the beautiful story of Real Presence Radio here, such a wonderful job that these people do that people come to expect and know that what they're gonna hear is what they should be able to hear. So it's a real mission. The bishops are behind it. I've had the privilege of getting a call 
from members of the board saying, Bishop Hetmer, would you be interested to give Bishop Serba a call over in Duluth? We think maybe there's an opportunity for a station there. And I'm more than happy to do that. And Bishop Serba takes that call and says, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I, I, I'm certainly interested in that. So all of a sudden, there's something in Duluth. I had the privilege of calling Bishop Quinn in Winona not too long ago. Uh, would you mind calling Bishop Quinn in Winona? Oh, I'd be glad to do that. Now, look at where the spirits led it and Winona's on board. As we conclude the Year of Grace 2018 and begin a new Year of Grace and promise in 2019, I, as Monsignor Schumacher, a host of Real Presence Radio, wish you a blessed New Year and God's continued protection and grace. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning, I'm Heather Caro. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us and tuning in. It is now time for our 10-minute tour. For a cold morning, that's a good startup. That's a great startup. <laughs> All right, we're going to head over to James on the phone. Good morning, James. Tell us about your Good morning. Event. Hello, uh, my name is James Schaefers, and I just wanted to take a few minutes of your, uh, of everyone's time for telling you about our sixth annual Night of Wine, hosted by the Knights of Columbus, our Council 8844 here at Blessed Sacrament Church in Rapid City. Wonderful. It's so a, tell us all about yeah. it. Um, it's an amazing evening uh, with gourmet food and wonderful wine and beer pairings. Uh, we also have wonderful raffle prizes. Uh, our committee has spent all year looking for unique, uh, not seen anywhere else prizes, valued at over two thousand dollars. Wow! And for the yeah, and for the food and wine uh, pairings, we feature fourteen separate food stations paired with a wine and beer to complement. Uh, so what- just a few of our gourmet foods that we're having this year: uh, corn and crab puffs. Roasted Asiago onion, uh, black pepper ravioli with a roasted red pepper sauce, homemade sausage with smoked grapes and balsamic, green chili and lime street tacos, and that's just five of the 15. And our chef has said uh, she's still finalizing some of the menu, and she let me in on a little secret that there's going to be a bacon station as well. Ooh, bacon. (laughs) James Rose, we're almost out of time, James. Date, time, and how to get tickets. Okay. um, um, The tickets are, uh, uh, the event is February 8th uh, here at Blessed Sacrament Church, uh, 4500 in Boulevard, Rapid City. Tickets are $50 a person, and they can be purchased on nightofwine.com, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T of wine.com, or you can text the word TICKET to 605-430-7131. Great. Thank you, James, for your event. Thanks, James. Yes. Thank you very much. You betcha. Bless you, too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Now we're going to move over to Ada, Minnesota. Um, you're invited to attend a parish mission at St. Joseph's Church in Ada on Sunday, January 20th through Wednesday, January 23rd in 2019. Each, of a, each evening will begin at 6.30 p.m. and end around 8 p.m., so about an hour and a half. Refreshments will be served following each night's program. On Sunday, January 20th, a meal will be served before the event at 5.30 with a free will donation. The guest speaker is Deacon Ralph Poyo, the founder of New Evangelization Ministries. Deacon Ralph will be speaking topics to enrich your faith and draw you to a deeper encounter with Christ. For more information, please call 218-784-4131. Again, 218-784-4131. Everyone is welcome to attend. All right. And Diocese of Superior is having a women's retreat, and it will focus on how the first century church can inspire 21st century women. Retreat dates are February 15th through the 16th, held at Crosswoods Camp in Mason, Wisconsin. Retreat cost is only $50 thanks to the generosity of Crosswoods. Content is designed for women ages 25 through 55, helping them focus on the challenges of balancing family life, careers, and a life of committed discipleship. There'll be time for personal prayer, confessions, mass, adoration, and spiritual direction. For more information, email grace at gbusse at catholicdos.org. Registration is due by February 1st. Again, the Diocese of Superior Women's Retreat titled Balancing Acts will be held on February 15th through the 17th. Visit catholicdos.org for more information. off two seconds oh you were yeah you were fast i was <laughs> next we have colleen on the phone colleen thank you for joining us thank you very much um, my name is colleen sampson i'm a member of the 40 days for life north dakota committee and we would like to invite all the people that participated in the 40 days for life campaign these past 12 years and any pro-life people and even people that don't believe in life to come to an evening of thanksgiving that will be tuesday january 22nd from 7 to 8 30 p.m at the Avalon Event Center here in Fargo. Our guest speaker will be Ramona Trevino. Ramona Trevino used to be a Planned Parenthood manager and has since moved from her life of, of living in darkness into a light of life filled with life. And now she fights for life any chance she can. And she will be there to encourage us and help us to keep on keeping on. Because Hebrews 12.1 tells us to run with perseverance the race set before us. So we invite all people to join us for this evening of Thanksgiving. Uh, it's uh, free to the public. Orders will be served and there will be free will offering. And if you need more information, you're welcome to go to our website, 40daysforlifend.com. And we hope you can join us that special evening. All right, and can you repeat the date and location? The date is Tuesday, January 22nd, as you know, which is the anniversary of Roe v. Wade and where abortion has been legal now for 46 years in our nation. And the time is 7 to 8.30 p.m. And it is located at the Avalon Event Center at 2525 9th Avenue South in Fargo. And our guest speaker is Ramona Trevino. Okay, and the website one more time. 40daysforlifend.com in North Dakota. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, it sounds like an interesting speaker, Ramona Trevino. So that'll be a very interesting evening to join. Thanks, Colleen. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, moving right along. Let's see. St. Margaret Parish in Kimball. Oh, 
I got early. You're, you're so fast today. I can't help it. St. <laughs> Margaret Parish in Kimball will host the annual Winter Fest on Saturday, January 26th. The evening will start with a polka mass at 5 p.m. The polka checks will be the choir for the evening, followed by a meal consisting of pork loin sandwiches, choice of salad, and pie for free will donation. The evening will include bingo, a cakewalk, and a variety of games will fill the evening. Again, Winterfest at St. Margaret's Parish in Kimball, South Dakota, January 26th, with Mass starting at 5 p.m. For more information on the event, please give the parish a call at 605-778-6420, and it's at St. Margaret's Parish in Kimball, and it's a polka mass, and if you've never been to a polka mass, it's absolutely fascinating. I would recommend it. So phone number to call for more information, 605-778-6420. Go for the mass, stay for the food. Absolutely. Yeah. They have good food, too. <laughs> um, next up, Cana, a Cana dinner in Bismarck, North Dakota, on Saturday, February 9th. Uh, Saturday, February, 20, February 9th, excuse me. Celebrate and enrich your marriage. The Diocese of Bismarck will again be hosting a Cana dinner. This year we will celebrate in two different cities. You're welcome to join us in Bismarck on February 9th at the Ramcota or in Dickinson on February 16th at Lady J's. Again, that's February 9th at the Ramcota in Bismarck or February 16th at Lady J's in Dickinson. The event begins at 5 p.m. local time in each location and will include a marriage blessing, dinner, a marriage enrichment presentation, and concluding with a dance. And they lost me right there. The cost <laughs> per couple is $50. Registration is mandatory. So please go to bismarckdiocese.com slash Cana. That's C-A-N-A. Again, bismarckdiocese.com slash Cana to register for the event. For questions, you can call Tara Brook at the Diocese of Bismarck. All right. Well, that wraps up our 10-minute tour for today. We feature this every Real Presence Live from 1046 no, to 1056 not Central. not right now. That's what this says. I'm, well, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, if you'd like to have your event featured, it really isn't 1046. Please call Brandon at 877-795-0122. And we'd be happy. He'll tell you what time it is. And we'll be happy to feature it. <laughs> we'll be back with um, more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father Mark Lichter. And we want to wish you a Happy New Year. And I'd like to give you a blessing. May Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit remain with you forever and ever. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Junipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. Well, it's extremely important. Uh, our first adventure into television and radio was through EWTN and watching Mother Angelica saying the rosary with her. 
watching numerous programs and when our bishop robert gruce asked if we would be uh, involved in bringing a radio station to western south dakota we jumped at the opportunity and we were uh, involved in the original fundraising for purchasing of a transmitter facility and the licensing etc and we're just ecstatic about the fact that we now can reach so many more people. Our state is small population, great distances between mm -hmm. right. locations, and radio is an absolute necessity for reaching out to those. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. Hello, I'm Father Josh Waltz. And I'm Father Justin Waltz. And we are brothers in blood. Brothers in the priesthood. Wishing y'all a happy new year from, from the, the Sons of Thunder. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from... Sioux Falls, South Dakota this morning. I'm sure it's a beautiful morning. Chilly, Chris. I'm just thinking still about that promo with those two priest <laughs> the brothers. Sons of the the, the Rotten brothers need to up their game. I'm just going to say right now, <laughs> Father Paul, Father John, you've got competition in the network. They even have sound effects. Right? <laughs> I love it. We're over here giggling during the commercial right. break. Well, I guess I'm giggling. You would laugh, chuckle. <laughs> you don't giggle, do you, Dr. Burke? I don't really giggle so much, no. <laughs> oh, well, moving right along, we have only a half an hour left and two great guests in this next half hour. Taylor Lynn is joining us now this morning from Spearfish, South Dakota. She's the director of youth and Newman ministry out of Spearfish. She joins us today to talk about a retreat experience that is offered throughout all of our listening yep. areas. Good morning, and thank you, Taylor, for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So let's get a little background on you. Did you grow up in the Catholic Church? Yeah, so I was uh, born and raised in the Catholic Church um, in Rapid City. I went to Blessed Sacrament, and um, I'm actually a second generation. My dad received all of his sacraments there, and then me and my sisters have received all of our sacraments there. So, wow. Um, the Catholic Church, and especially Blessed Sacrament, hold a special place in our hearts. Wonderful. Awesome. It's a beautiful parish. When you look out of Blessed Sacrament and you're sitting there, you can you look out and there's the mountains or the hills right behind 
the altar. It's beautiful. Well, normally, Heather, when I go to Mass, I'm paying attention to what's Whatever. happening on the altar. I'm not. I'm looking at God's me. beauty. <laughs> <laughs> when you get distracted, it's nice to be able to look there at it. <laughs> as a child, I had a lot of experience with that. As a child, of course, as a child. Well done, Taylor. Good job. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like when our family it. sat too, we could also see Mary up on the hill. So, nice. I mean, when I would look up from the altar, it was, I was looking up at Mary, which was always. Really so, Taylor, for those of us who aren't familiar with Rapid City, what's Mary on the Hill mean? So, they up on the hill at Blessed Sacrament, they have a statue of Mary. So, you do this, like, hike up to Mary. Oh. It was something we always did as children. Um, and it used to be um, there were stations of the cross that led up to the statue. Um, but since I've moved up to Spearfish, they've recently changed it where the stations of the cross um, lead up to a giant cross up on the hill. Okay. Um, but the Statue of Mary is still there. Gotcha. And if it was an exciting day at Blessed Sacrament, you could see people during Mass climbing up there. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we'll digress. We're not here to talk about that. No, we're not going to digress. <laughs> we're, we're stopping the, the digression. Oh, sorry. Excuse me, Dr. Burwell. So, Taylor, how old were you then? So as a cradle Catholic, how old were you when you um, attended your first religious retreat? Um... Yeah, the first like religious retreat I probably went on was probably either Tortoise to Us or Steubenville. Okay. Um, I don't remember which one came first. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that- but like both are obviously really good experiences. Um, the one thing that really brought me into the church though was um, a summer stretch program in Rapid City, and um, that program is a summer long program. But I really consider it very retreat like, um, just in the fact that. It taught me so much about serving um, and growing the church, but also just creating genuine friendships um, within the church. And um, I believe they still do that program in Rapid, and it was just such a fabulous program that really um, brought me into the church. And through that program, I was able to um, learn about Totus Tuises and Steubenvilles and um, eventually the Tech Retreat. So. How important do you think a, a retreat experience is for someone to develop their faith? I think it's so crucial, um, especially in the high school age, um, to go on like one or two just genuine retreats where you kind of um, turn off the rest of the world and just spend a weekend with God in the presence of Him um, with your other brothers and sisters in Christ, um, just growing together and growing in your faith and growing in your relationship with God. Like, I think that's super crucial to have in high school, um, especially like your junior and senior year. Um, that way, when you're going off to college, um, you have that foundation mm-hmm. for when you're practicing your faith on your own without your parents' guidance. So if you, if, thinking of, you know, there are some adults who have never been on retreat, um, and certainly high school students who haven't been on retreat and the thought of spending an entire weekend praying and, and talking about God just seems overwhelming. Um, what would you say to encourage people to give it a try? Um, I guess for me, it's just like, if you want to grow in your faith and grow in your relationship with God, like you have to um, give of yourself in ways and so um, giving of yourself in that way and giving of your time is a huge, huge um, impact or can have a huge effect. And so especially for adults, um, we're so busy with stuff that um, 
taking the time and just giving that up um, as a sacrifice is huge, I guess. Well, and I think it's easier than people think. Not yes. easy to give up the time, but once you're there, it's easy to just relax into it, and you yeah. can get a lot out of Amen. it. Amen. A lot out of it. If you're just tuning in and listening to Real Presence Live, I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Heather Caro. And we're visiting with Taylor Lynn in Spearfish, South Dakota, um, about retreats. Taylor, uh, I know we want to talk in particular about the tech retreat. Can you talk a little bit about what does tech stand for um, and, and more about what a tech retreat is like? Yeah, so tech stands for um, Together We Encounter Christ or Teens Encounter Christ. Um, it can be used either way. Um, yeah, and so um, we do Together Encounter Christ, and it's a weekend um, where we're usually at Terra Sancta, but sometimes um, I believe for one of ours we're going to go up to the Sioux Spiritual Center, and you just um, you don't have your phone. Um, you don't have any time-telling device. So no watches, there's no clocks, um, and you just are present in the moment, um, and it's three days long, so you get there um, Saturday morning, and then go Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday, and you just go on this um, adventure, is the best way I can describe it, um, where you kind of go through um, the resurrection of Christ, and the death and resurrection of Christ. And how that you can um, implement the journey Christ took into your life. And for me, it was a life-changing retreat. Um, and I encourage like my youth and my Newman students um, to go on it and participate in it. Um, just because I would encourage anyone. It can be such a life-changing retreat. It's um, The reason I went on my first one was because I'd gone to Steubenville's and Totus Tuis's, and Father Anjay um, forced me to go on it as a confirmation retreat because I'd missed my confirmation retreat. And so I went on this retreat thinking there was nothing new they could tell me, and it's not a surface-level retreat. I w we dove so much deeper into the faith and what the faith really is, and um, from there I was able to become more of a disciple of Christ. And... The friendships I created on that retreat, I'm still friends with a lot of the people I went on the tech retreat with. Um, we still talk and get coffee, and um, it's a really special like bond you form with the people on your tech retreat. Wow. So it's a very powerful. Yeah. And unfortunately, Taylor, I hate to cut you off, but we are already out of time for this morning. But I'm going to give out the website. Thank you for joining us and sharing your experience on the tech retreats. If you want to find a retreat near you, go to techconference.org, techconference.org to find a group in your area. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a short course for adults that has the potential to change your life. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this break. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tim Moser, host of Real Presence Live, wishing you and your family a happy new year. May the happiness that only comes from following Christ be yours now and always. Happy New Year. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option 
to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. The Wanzig Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzig Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzig Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com slash register. Trip number 166594. Hi everyone, this is Andy Shaw along with Father Mike Malloy wishing you a wonderful and blessed new year. May God's blessing be with you all in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a great 2019, everyone. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Life. Thank you for joining us this fine morning. We're heading into the very last interview of the morning, and it's going to be a great one. Uh, We're going to be talking about Corsio. It's not just a weekend retreat. It's a way of getting participants on the same page so we can live and grow in our faith. John and Joyce Hyasik are here, the rector and rectora for the upcoming weekends in the Crookston Diocese. Thank you for joining us in studio this morning. How are you both? Uh, we're doing fine. Thank Good, you. Thank you. All right. So tell us briefly about yourselves. Okay, I'll start. Uh, John here and Joyce and I have been married for uh, 28 years. Uh, we have two grown children. Uh, we belong to St. Joseph's Parish in Moorhead, so we're part of the Crookston Diocese. Wonderful. And what is, I said, rectora? Well, hold on, hold on, Joyce. hold on. Why? I want to hear, hear from Joyce. Joyce. <laughs> before, before Heather, Heather just, I'm sorry, guys. Heather just likes to plow ahead. I do. I, like I want to get into the, the meat. <laughs> Joyce, can you tell us about yourself a little bit? Uh, it, uh, 
ca- cradle Catholic, um, born and raised in Wisconsin, eventually made my way uh, to the Midwest, up up north. Um, uh, religious ed? Yeah, director, uh, director of religious education Great. at St. Elizabeth's in Dilworth. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So, so you were the purple now instead of the green there. That's that's right. I'm, I'm assuming. That's Wisconsin correct. To Minnesota, she's she's right? wearing purple now. Thank you. <laughs> no, no Packer fans <laughs> in our household. Pa- that, oh, there we go, John. <laughs> Preach it, brother. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. How fast anyway, we went down anyway, that moving road. on from football. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, in the introduction, I said rectora and rector. Uh, what is what are those? What is a rectora and rector? So we're responsible for uh, putting the team together. So you only make your cursio one time. You go as a candidate, and then after you make the cursio, and we'll talk more about the weekend, um, you have the opportunity to go back as a member of the team, putting on the cursio for um, new candidates. Uh, so as a rector and the rectora, uh, it's our uh, responsibility to. Uh, assemble the team. So the team is made up of uh, lay people like ourselves that have made cursios, and then also uh, there are spiritual directors. So the responsibility is to uh, assemble the team, uh, make sure you've got the spiritual director. Sometimes there's an assistant spiritual director um, as well. The team is made up of uh, 10 individuals that uh, actually give the talks during the weekend, the lay people, along with uh, clergy as well. Uh, And then there's also uh, additional team members that may not be giving a talk, but they're there to assist in the uh, participation, in the discussion, um, and just um, working uh, with the candidates that are there uh, for the weekend. So it's our jobs to assemble the team, schedule the meetings. Uh, we have multiple meetings leading up to uh, the Curcio weekend and um, just basically getting that communication and a lot of uh, organization, I guess, that would go with it. Joyce, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. I, I don't. You've covered it all. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like us. <laughs> so you have, uh, how long does it go in to prepare for these upcoming weekends? Typically, it takes about six months. Uh, once oh, wow. a weekend is wrapped up, the new team comes in and immediately begins preparing for the next weekend. Uh, we, we like to meet at least once a month. It gets harder during the holidays, so we did not meet in in December, but uh, we, we already met. The women's team did um, last weekend in the month of January, and John's meeting is coming up this weekend. So it, it, it's a continuous process. Yeah, and there's probably, it's, it's uh, recommended or suggested that the team meets uh, five or six times leading up to the Curcio weekend. Usually uh, we start with uh, we meet on Saturdays, and you think about the Crookston Diocese, and you've got um, uh, team members coming from all over the diocese, so try and either move the meetings around or have them centrally located. Uh, we start with Mass uh, right away in the morning, and then we'll go into a, a, a grouping session, which we can talk about in a little bit, because that's one of the, as far as the methodology in Curcio, and the, the important thing about Curcio is that there is a process for continuation after after the weekend. And then as we're all you know, lay people uh, getting up and, and speaking about our faith in, in front of a group of people, 
takes a little practice. So that's that's basically the the meetings of the team that we go through. And, and again, as Joyce said, you know, it, it can take up to six months, but you're you're trying to spread it out so that there's maybe um, one one meeting a month. So, John Joyce, somebody's listening to this. They might be thinking, Curcio, like, what the heck is that? Can you, can you talk a little bit more about what Curcio is um, and then which of you got involved in it first and, and why you decided to participate? Uh, Curcio is not really a retreat per se. It's more of a, a weekend spent learning with people that also want to learn right alongside of you. Um, those wishing to attend a weekend, find out how to live their Christian values in today's environment. Mm. It's not always easy to live as Christians today because society tells us otherwise. Mm. And, and which of you then first got involved with Crucial? John attended first. Yeah, I, I got involved with it first. I had a, a couple uh, close friends that are also members of of St. Joseph's Parish, and uh, one had actually made his curcio quite a few years earlier, but the other one had made it uh, more recently, and I, I really saw what the impact had been for, for them and other people um, in the parish that had made their curcio weekend, the impact um, on their faith. And it is, it's a short course in Christianity. Joyce mentioned that. The actual, the, the, the retreat portion starts... Uh, on a Thursday evening, and it's a silent retreat, and it lasts until the next day, uh, next morning, and after the silent retreat is over, then it's a uh, continuation of, it, it's bonding within the group, it's informal talk, discussion, singing, joking, laughter, um, spontaneous prayer throughout the weekend, and it's really, we, we talked about the talks that were given, uh, 10 lay people from the team, um, and then we also have uh, is it five talks given by clergy. Also, we spend time on, on the sacraments. But it's really one long talk throughout the entire weekend, and each talk f builds on the, the previous talk. It's one continuous message, and it all comes together uh, by Sunday afternoon. Wow. So you were talking about how other people inspired you to go. Why do you think people are so hungry for this type of a weekend? Well, I would say one thing about Curcio, it gives you a method to, to continue on. Um, you know, whether it's uh, conferences that people have attended or even th in things related to your faith, um, you know, some, it's easy, I think, sometimes for things to stay on the shelf when you're done with that weekend. And the thing about Curcio, uh, it gives you a method to continue on. And we talked about grouping. Uh, so after the Curcio weekend, uh, and we've all had sponsors, when you make your Curcio, we have a sponsor, somebody that sponsors you. The sponsor's responsibility is to to reach out to that new Curciesta uh, to make them aware of opportunities for grouping. And that's something that um, I'll let talk, Joyce talk about grouping, but it's a way to continue um, and su supporting each other and, and sharing of the faith. Um, group reunions, it's um, my group, for example, gets together at a local coffee shop every Tuesday at 515. There are mm. 10 of us, and a text message goes out uh, just asking who's available that day, but um, each person uh, is able to share 
areas um, of of their life. We we have uh, what we call close moments with Christ, or um, as some of the women like to call God moments. And we sometimes have you know in, in our lives not so um, close moments with Christ. So it, it it's a time to spend with your new family. Um, where where you can you can lay it on, on the table. It's talking about prayer, study, and, and action. Um, all of the areas that your life has now been affected by. Yeah, and the group exists at all times, and we're there to support each other. We're there to uh, sometimes uh, myself. I need a little kick in the pants sometimes, and that support <laughs> is there. Uh, within the group, the group is is always existing. Uh, with today's communication availability, we're we're existing at all times, praying for each other, supporting one another. Um, sometimes you're just looking for a little advice. What's working well for somebody else? What did you read recently in terms of study that could be helpful for the group? Yeah, those things are all shared when you're grouping. Gotcha. Uh, John, just, we just got a few seconds left. Somebody's listening to this, um, whether they're in the Crookston Diocese or not. Is there a way they can find out more about what a Curcio, what Curcio is like and how to participate? Uh, go to the Diocese of Crookston uh, website, and it should be listed under the tab. Well, there's this, and the Secretariat for and, Crookston. And, yeah, yeah, but it sh- what tab is it under? I don't know, but the, there is a separate website for the Secretariat for the, the Crookston Diocese. I'm not, I'm not sure about the Fargo Diocese, but I okay. know that the Crookston Secretariat, it's got information there for applications and upcoming curcios. Okay. Uh, it, it is the best gift that Wonderful. you can give yourself. Praise God. Well, awesome. thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, I John and Joyce. Wish we had more time to spend. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yep. yep. All right, that does it for us, Dr. Bergwald. Quick show, Heather. Goes back Very quickly. quick show today. We had lots of great guests. Gregory, what's happening tomorrow? So coming up on Thursday, our host will be Janine Bitson and Paul Braun. Whether they wear blue, black, brown, or something else, the women and men who live life behind the badge see some of the most challenging aspects of humanity. So who supports them when they have a crisis of faith? Fargo Police Chaplain Father Raymond Courtright will give us the 411 on 911. I think Brandon felt very clever when he wrote that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We'll also take a 10-minute tour around the area, looking at all the wonderful events happening in your local area. What happens when a layperson or clergy member steps out of bounds? Who is responsible for enforcing the rules of our Catholic faith? Me. (laughs) Oh. I guess we'll find out. Jenna Cooper of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, will explain. All this and more coming up Thursday morning from 9 to 11. Wow. I want to do tomorrow's show, too. Thanks, Gregory. I'm glad I'm not. (laughs) Yeah? I'm in trouble now. (laughs) Yeah. So Dr. Bergwald will no longer be joining us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. My time here is done, I, 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 I sense. Well, any last thoughts, Dr. Bergwald, before we go on uh, New Year's? Uh, well, it's past New Year's already. It's New Year, by the way. You know, you got that wrong again. Again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number 18. I um, I had asked Father um, Darren about 
ways to celebrate the Christmas season. And I know we've only got a few days left, but that's just something I think every year I strive to do is to live Christmas beyond the day yep. um, and throughout the entire season. So maybe uh, it's, again, we only, only got till Sunday, but it's still Christmas, people. Celebrate it. Keep celebrating. <laughs> that's right. So the diet doesn't need to start today either. Uh, what it, uh, but we need to be you know prudent and, uh, oh. and temperate in our... Uh, eating and drinking. But I'm leaving my tree up until February. February 2nd, presentation of the Lord. All right. It's been a pleasure, Dr. Bergwald. Thanks for joining me this morning. You bet, Heather. Likewise. All right. And we'll be back with more tomorrow on Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 Central. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.